0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning everybody it is Wednesday September 7th 5:41 a.m. Central as i speak here December corn futures up 5 cents at 681 November soybeans down 2 and a quarter at 13.96 and a half December Chicago wheat up 32 and 5 cents at 849 and a December Kansas City wheat up 28 and a half at nine ten and a half. and December spring wheat up 22 and a quarter at nine twelve. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. Do me a favor and leave me a review on that Apple podcast app in particular. I could always use some more reviews there. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Leave me a comment. Give me a crop update. If you have any thoughts, opinions on what I say here, uh, drop it in the comments. All of those things will help YouTube to help me uh, grow this channel. Channel, very much appreciated. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I did kind of a seasonal study. Does corn rally after Labor Day? We talked about the period after Labor Day weekend, what typically happens in the weeks and months following uh, that holiday weekend if you guys are interested in this sort of content sign up today 50 bucks a month cancel at any time no other fee no other obligation nobody will try to sell you anything else i promise russia's president vladimir putin may look to revise the ukraine grain export deal putin said today that russia and the developing world had been cheated by the un broker deal putin said this What we see here is a brazen deception, a deception by the international community of our partners in Africa and other countries that are in dire need of food. It's just a scam. Uh, Putin warned of a global food crisis if the situation is not addressed. He said that he would contact Turkish leadership to discuss amending the deal in order to restrict which countries can receive shipments. Putin claimed that only two of 82 ships out of Ukraine went to poor countries. He said this, Almost all the grain exported from Ukraine is sent not to the poorest developing countries, but to European Union countries. So this is a friendly factor in regard to the corn and wheat market uh, this morning. I would venture to say this is probably why we've got sharp gains in wheat prices. Um, I don't know if Putin's statistics here, uh, the two of 82 ships, I don't know if that's even remotely accurate. And honestly, I don't think it matters. I think all that matters is his sentiment here. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, power. If he wants to restrict this deal or change this deal in some way, shape or form, uh, he can do it. And uh, we all we kind of knew the whole time when it came to this export deal that Putin kind of behind the scenes was still in control here so if he wants to do something to restrict this deal um, he definitely could and that is uh, considered to be a friendly factor in regard to the markets here this morning Uh, maybe on that same note or similar note uh, Putin and China's President Xi will meet later this month This would be the first meeting between those two leaders uh, since Russia's invasion of Ukraine back in February. Russia's ambassador to China said this. We are planning a serious, full-fledged meeting of our leaders with a detailed agenda, which we are now, in fact, working on with our Chinese partners. So in regard to this China-Ukraine situation, China has very much sought to be a neutral party uh, when it comes to that conflict, the West, all that stuff. Uh, Beijing, China, they've not really criticized Russia in any uh, way, shape, or form. They haven't imposed any sort of sanctions on Russia. Uh, they haven't really supported uh, Russia either. They've just kind of been neutral, or they they have, have sought to be neutral. So you've got all sorts of geopolitical tensions here. I mean, Russia- Ukraine, you throw Taiwan and China in the mix. Now you've got uh, Russia and China meeting. Uh, The United States is involved in this, given that uh, visit from uh, Nancy Pelosi to Taiwan that China wasn't happy about. So, a lot of things going on here geopolitically. Let's get into the crop ratings. U.S. corn conditions still below average, but unchanged on the week 54% good to excellent. That was unchanged from last week below the 61% average. Um, You've got some states rated 65% good to excellent or better in regard to. Corn, only Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Michigan. States rated 40% or 40% good to excellent or worse in regard to corn. Colorado, Nebraska, Kansas, Texas, Kentucky, Tennessee, and North Carolina. Those are your poorer states in regard to corn conditions. Uh, The crop is 15% mature nationally versus eight last week, just behind the 18% average. Soybean conditions also unchanged on the week, still below average. 57% good to excellent. That's unchanged on the week below the 61% average. States with a good to excellent rating of 65% or better in soybeans are Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Michigan. States with a rating of 50% good to excellent or worse and soybeans these are your poorer states nebraska kansas missouri louisiana and kentucky 10 percent of the crop dropping leaves versus four last week 14 on average winter wheat planting is underway three percent complete nationally uh, versus nothing last week right on par with the three percent average you've got uh, activity noted in texas oklahoma Colorado, South Dakota, Nebraska, Montana, Idaho, Washington, and Oregon. The spring wheat crop now 71% harvested, up from 50 last week, still way behind the 83% average. Of course, the crop was planted late. It's being harvested late. No surprise there. Chinese soybean imports were down sharply in August versus last year. Chinese customs data indicated that the country imported 7.17 million metric tons of beans in August, down from about nine and a half during the same month last year. That's a decline year over year of 25%. That's the lowest uh, soybean import print for the month of August since 2014 uh, in regard to China. Imports have been slow the last few months. Traders noted high prices, weaker demand. Uh, Chinese crude oil imports in August were also. down about nine and a half percent versus the same month last year they had some outages at their state-run refineries along with uh, weaker margins so if you're a, a big bear in the soybean market you're envisioning a scenario in which Chinese demand is reduced And Brazil has just a monster crop. And both of those things are possible. Uh, I don't know if they're probable, but that's what if if you are a bear in the soybean market and they're hard to find. But uh, if if that's your stance, um, you're probably betting on reduced Chinese demand along with a very big uh, Brazilian soybean crop. Also in the news, this was printed in Bloomberg uh, just yesterday. U.S. is losing soybean export edge as Brazil closes logistics gap. Uh, This is a really nice article that detailed a lot of the uh, logistical type items regarding the U.S and Brazil and how they kind of compete for Chinese business. And uh, this stuff goes out to the masses. You know, every fund trader in the world reads this stuff printed in Bloomberg. U.S. radar pretty quiet this morning. Uh, Maybe some rain on the east coast here, maybe some tropical stuff here. You know, it's hurricane season. So some of the uh, southeast could see some heavy uh, tropical related uh, type rains here over the next week or so. You look at the next seven days, the southeast, you know, Florida um, down into the southeast could see a lot of rain In regard to the Corn Belt. um, Same kind of deal here. Central and eastern areas may catch some rains. Uh, The west much drier. Western Iowa, uh, Minnesota, Dakota's Nebraska down into Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, mostly dry here over the next seven days. 6 to 10 is kind of dry, and then a mixed bag in regard to temperatures. Not seeing any frost threat for the Corn Belt. Some areas of Colorado, uh, Wyoming, Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho could see temps in the upper 20s by, uh, say, third week of September, according to this morning's GFS run. I don't know if I'd have a a ton of confidence in that, but again, not any frost risk that uh, I'm seeing here uh, in regard to the Corn Belt. Cattle market was higher yesterday. Uh, not much cash trade to speak of early this week. We'll see what develops today. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is up again. Uh, the stock market up just marginally. The s and is up four points. The Dow up 20. Uh, bonds are about flat. Precious metals about flat. Crude oil up 64 cents in the October WTI 87.52. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you Thursday.